We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. We're back at it. We are back at it again. Done with one holiday, ready for the next. I know, and now it'll be here in like three, two, three weeks. I don't even know. It's like already going to be here before we know it. So it's so crazy. Um, really quick, want to talk about our Spotify Wrapped? How exciting was that this year? I mean, I think because I think last year was the first time we got it. I don't think we got it our first time, did we? I don't remember. I just remember last year being so exciting. Like, oh my yeah. God, I can't believe we have one of these. And I think you might be right. Cause I think, spo- I think podcasts are newer on Spotify. Yes. Um, cause I think it was, yes. Cause it was still anchor at the time. And so last year was the first year it was called Spotify for podcasters. They officially rebranded to be Spotify. So I think last year was the first time. And then it was even more exciting this year because I feel like we've had so much growth and stuff this year. So it was really cool to see like, hey, you've had this much more listenership and you've had this much more like subscribers. And it's like, it's not like the whole picture because we're not getting like all of the info that we get from Apple, which is like our number one listening source. Spotify is our second but it's still just so cool to just be able to kind of get those statistics in like a fun format. And I thought it'd be fun just to break down some of this. Laura did like such a good breakdown and it's just mind blowing when you think of where this podcast has like started and where it is now. Um, So 2023 so far, we have 50 episodes out so far, 3.4 thousand minutes of content. Listeners scored us a 4.9. Listeners in 22 countries, which is 10 more countries than last year. Besides the U.S., our most listeners come from Brazil and Australia. Shout out. The Brazil one shocked me. I was really surprised. I know. Um, 52% growth in subscribers, 15% listener growth, and 12% stream growth. 59% of our listeners found us in 2023, which shocks me. But I also think that's, you know, the Spotify part of it being newer to podcasts. Um, We showed up in 121 listeners as their number one listen to podcast on their Spotify wrapped, 243 in their top five and 296 in their top 10. And our top episode of the year is episode 113. So if you haven't listened, it is the We're Sorry, We're Happy episode with our guest, Courtney. Um, which streamed 320% more than our average episodes, which is crazy. You guys love Courtney. I know. Courtney. Uh, seriously. Um, so such a cool year. I love getting those. It's so fun, like, towards the end of the year when it comes to be, like, that Spotify rap time. And you're like, oh, my God, like, what's my song of the year going to be? And, like, blah, blah, blah. But it's even more fun when you have a podcast and put, like, something out into the world and then get all this information back that shows you, like, yeah, you're doing it. 
Yeah, because I honestly forgot about it. Like when I woke up yesterday morning and everybody had like their Spotify rap starting to post, I was like, oh, I need to go look at mine. And I was so excited. And then you had texted me and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot we get one for the podcast <laughs> too. This is so cool. Oh, I loved it. So thank you guys all for listening, downloading, subscribing, all that stuff. Yeah, seriously. Um, we appreciate you all. Very cool. Love it. Um, and I was thinking that since we're only like a few weeks away from the new year, um, I know you and I, we've talked about like, we're not big on doing like the whole new year resolution thing, but it's definitely getting that time of year where it's like, okay, we're like shy of a month going into the new year. So you kind of start thinking about like, what are those little things that maybe I can do to like, um, to like better myself in the new year and some people that is the new year's resolution some people I know the big thing the last five or so years has been like the word um your word of the year which I know I've tried doing a couple of years and I start out strong with it and then it kind of fades out just like a new year resolution does so I've kind of stopped even doing that the last year or two but um so I thought I was like honestly I think just incorporating little things can maybe make your life easier going into the new year, like just small actions that will make your life less stressful, things that are tiny things that if you just make it a little bit of a habit, it makes your life easier and you don't even realize it anymore. And so I had posted on my Instagram, I didn't even have the intention of talking about this on the podcast. It was just something I was kind of thinking about, posted on Instagram, and I wanted ideas from people. And I literally started getting tons of like ideas. And so I was like, you know what? Like clearly these are things people think about, they enjoy. And I thought, why not share some of these ideas with you guys? And um, there's definitely a few that were starting to be repeats. So those are definitely, I think, big ones that can be helpful. But um, I thought we'd go through them, chat about some of them, and maybe one of these will speak out to you and you could incorporate it into your new year or into your day-to-day routine. Awesome. Let's do it. Okay. So um, this was one that was like very common. Um, It was the pick out your clothes for work the night before. Also um, picking out your gym clothes and packing your gym bag the night before. Because one, you're less likely to skip your workout. You have all of that like packed up and ready to go. Um, I've never been a regular like pick your clothes out the night before. But the days that I have, it definitely makes your morning like going to work so much easier. I agree. I also don't do this. Um, this just sounds like, I feel like normally at the end of the day, I'm just like, I don't want one more thing to do. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. wait until the next day. But I will say high school me, this was huge for high school me because I, A, wanted to look super cute at school and then also like wanted to roll out of bed and just like do nothing in the morning. And so this was a big thing for me for high school. I think the gym part of it, if I was a morning gym person, this would be huge because not only would you be less likely to skip the workout, but you'd also be less likely to like, I don't know, like forget your sports bra or like your water or something important at the gym. So I definitely think there's, there's good to doing this. Um, Well, I'm going to warn you right now that a lot of these things are things to do at night. So to make your mornings easier, which you just said you don't want to do, but that's what a lot (laughs) of this is, is just like little things to add into your quick nighttime routine so that in the morning when you are running late for work or whatever, it's a lot of just grab, grab, grab and go. And so um, I know I used to do the gym bag thing when I, this was like pre-pandemic when I was still working at the university um, because I would go to the gym straight from work. And so I had to always have like all that stuff packed up. So I would pack that up the night before because I'd be way more likely to forget in the morning. So 
Um, my friend Lisette says she has, and not all of these, some of these things have nothing to do with like just preparing the night before. So there are a few of these things. Like my friend Lisette had said that she has an internal rule of threes. So she does everything in threes. If there's like a messy room, even if she just picks up three things off the floor real quick or puts away three items of clothing, like she'll just try when she has like a minute, like just do like three quick things to like get that off your list. Um, love it. Another one a lot of people said was setting a coffee timer the night before. For those of you that use like a old school coffee machine, I haven't had one of those in years because I've had my Keurig and my Nespresso, <laughs> but um, dry shampoo the night before. I actually do do this a lot um, when I know I'm like doing something like if I'm just like not doing anything the next day, I don't, but I notice if I put like dry shampoo in your hair and then you just don't rub it in you just like spray the hell out of your hair and then just go to bed like that and let it like work its way in. That's I've done that. And I feel like it does make a difference in the morning. Um, If it, somebody said, if it only takes a couple minutes to do it, just do it. Don't put it off. Whether that's washing a dish, picking up the living room, et cetera. That's a big one for me. I am. This is like an everyday. I don't want dishes in the dishwasher I don't want like before bed I put the living room back together and the pillows and the remotes where they go and stuff and it drives me crazy and it drives me exactly. crazy sometimes that I'm like that because I'll be like just put the dish away or whatever it takes like two seconds and you don't have to look at it all day and do it later but this is a big one for me and it just helps me feel like sane in like my space we never have dishes in the sink and that's like hasn't always been my like case like in my 20s I was never like a immediately put a dish in the dishwasher but like Jeff and I are really good about like I might if like especially when I was working like during lunch I might throw like a bowl in the sink but then like after work I would immediately like put it it wasn't like they sit and over like we definitely don't have dishes usually in the sink overnight or anything like that but um and I'm the same way about the living. Like at night, it's kind of like our, we like get up, Jeff goes to take Penny out one more time. And while he's doing that, I like put all of her dog toys away because she hasn't learned how to do that herself. <laughs> and uh, same thing. I put the remote in the place. I put the pillows back on the couch. I fold up the blanket, like that kind of thing. It's just so nice when you wake up in the morning and you walk out and the first thing you see is like a house that's straightened up and like put together and nice. And it's just like, it feels so much better than waking up and being like, Oh, we were, we left the house looking like slobs last night and I have to look at it again today. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I loved this one set a reminder to delete and organize your photos on your phone once a month. I was doing so good at doing this. I was doing it every day. So I wasn't doing such a good habit. Like every day I would just search that date in my phone because it made it such a smaller, like, because I was going back and doing previous years, too. Because even photos that you think you needed to save last year, you don't feel the need to save now. So I would, like, search that day, and then I would just, there would be, like, maybe five photos. Some days there might be 30, like, depending on what was going on that day. And then I would just kind of clear and organize those out. And then, but I've kind of gotten out of the habit of doing that. My phone photos are, like, at 25,000 or something right now. Literally oh while we God. were in Hawaii. Um, my phone started telling me my iCloud storage was almost full because I paid for the whatever the first like bump in the iCloud storage is, which is like $2.99 a month. Um, I don't remember how many gigabytes it was, but it started like telling me my iCloud storage was almost full. And I'm like, I'm on my honeymoon. I literally don't have time to think about this. <laughs> so I like bumped it up to the like terabyte. <laughs> so oh, like, my God. I better never fill this up at this point. <laughs> 
this is also a great thing to do on planes. Like that's what I find myself doing is I'm like so bored and I'm not like a movie watcher. I guess maybe I just haven't been on a long enough flight to like need to watch a movie, but I'm I'm like, this is like the perfect time when you're on a flight just to go through your pictures and delete things. And yeah, definitely my, my go-to plane activity. That's funny. That reminds me, I was watching, um, I saw a TikTok just this last like week or two and it was somebody who was like, do we all do the same thing on planes? And it was like zooming into people like on their phone, like looking through their photos. <laughs> I guess we all have the same idea. Yeah. So I don't know if it's them just like going through their phone or like literally just like going through the photos of their trip or whatever. But it was funny because she was zooming in on like numerous people in other rows that were like just looking through photos on their phone. Um, let's see. Uh the big, this was like, obviously the most common response was meal planning and prepping. Somebody said, if you don't want a meal prep, even just planning your menu for the week so you can shop all of those items for the week. Somebody said meal prep, just your bases, like your meat. Then you can switch up the flavor with different sauces, toppings, etc. throughout the week. You could make it a bowl, a salad. So if you're somebody who doesn't like eating the same thing every day, okay, just meal prep your protein or meal prep some veggies. So then you can like add those to things, like have those quickly done. So you can kind of switch it up and make meals out of that. So I liked that idea. I've actually never thought of doing that. Um, and then somebody saying meal planning a month at a time. It sounds crazy, but it helps a ton. Um, I don't think I could do the month at a time. My schedule just like fills up and changes too often, but I will give credit to meal prepping. Um, if I didn't meal prep, my especially on my work days when I work in the office, I'd be eating like probably shit every single day for lunch, you know? Yeah. So I do think not only does it help you stay on track with like your goals, but it's also such a time saving money saving. There's just nothing bad about doing it. You know, it's like all good can come from meal, meal prepping. Um, I find meal planning my lunches was like more important than dinners to me when it came to, especially when I was working, because if I did not plan any type of lunches for the week, that's when I was going to get fast food. When I was going up, like if I, because dinner I can usually pretty much stick to. That's like pretty easy for me. But it's like when I'm busy at work and if I don't like have a lunch planned for the week, I that's when I'm just like, oh, McDonald's sounds good. Or, oh, I'm going to go get a sandwich, whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, this was my favorite one. Hire a laundry service. And they even said, LOL. They know it wasn't feasible. That's Laura's I, dream. Oh, I literally asked Jeff like two weeks before I had got laid off if we could hire a laundry service. Um, and he said only if it was, he gave me like some number and I was like, okay, well, it's not going to be that cheap. (laughs) Um, somebody said, don't go to bed with a dirty kitchen. I fully agree. I even like to like, after everything's been cleaned up, even before bed, I'll do like one of our like Clorox wipes, like over the counters and stuff. Um, someone that said, hug your pets. Good night. I agree. Um, make your lunches ahead of time. So you're not doing it the morning of, um, write your to-do list for the next day or for the week at the end of the previous day or week. Um, I used to be so big on that. I am too. When I, um, was working at Taco Bell, especially because I had my half day Fridays towards the end of my work day on Friday, I would always go to my calendar for the next week. I would like start writing in all the things that I would have going on that week. I would start filling out a to-do list. And so like when I got and started my week on Monday, like I already had kind of like my game plan for the week and I felt like it helped so much. And that's honestly been something since being laid off 
every Sunday night when we're just like sitting on the couch watching football or whatever, I like start making my to-do list for the week. And I even then start to break it down by like, I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to the gym on Monday and Wednesday. What's if there's an errand I need to run, I'm going to do it on Monday. I'll like put it on one of those days. So it's like, I'm not like, I'm trying to be like my time and spread things out or get things done as much when I'm out and about things like that. But Honestly, I am a big to-do list girl. I think they're so nice, so helpful, and I'll forget everything if I don't do it. So, Agreed. Uh, someone said, not watching TV or being on my phone while eating so I can better listen to my hunger cues. This might not make life easier, but it definitely makes my health journey easier. I definitely agree. I find when I'm watching TV and talking and not paying attention, that's when I'm not listening to my my hunger cues as much, and that's when I start to get full too fast and then I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, someone said, have a word of intention for the year, which we talked about. Fill up your water bottles the night before and have them ready to grab in the fridge. Put out your pans and non-fridge stuff for dinner ahead of time. I don't know how ahead of time they mean, because that would honestly make me crazy if I had like all of that stuff. Yes. But at the same time, I guess I did have I knew I was making, we have our neighbors coming over for dinner tonight and um, I'm just making, we're doing like a soup and salad night. So I'm making a big salad and I'm making like a uh, chicken enchilada, a loaded chicken enchilada soup type thing. And so I had had like, I started yesterday when I like, after I'd gone to the store, I did kind of make my like, cause I knew this morning was going to be super busy. So I had, did have the crock pot and all of the cans of everything out. So I was able to just this morning, like basically dump and go. So I could do that, but I feel like having like all the pots and pans and everything out every would drive day me crazy. would make me crazy. Although my uh, mom kind of does this. She's retired too. So you got, you got to remember that not everybody has this time, but yeah. I love what she does. So she like preps everything ahead of time. So she'll have a recipe for dinner or whatever. And so she'll chop the onions earlier and put them in a bowl and she'll chop the whatever and everything's kind of in its own bowl. So then when she goes to cook at night, it's literally like she's on like a food network, like cooking. I was show. just going like, to say, this feels like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always think I'm like, oh, that's so many dishes. They have like the like little dish of like of salt and pepper and everything. Like, no, she's out. seriously like that. And it's because I'm not a good prepper like I'm not a good chopper and all that but if someone else does all that for me like oh I'll be the food network chef you know (laughs) and she does it for herself and she has the time to do it but um I absolutely love it because I feel like it makes the cooking part of it so much more fun do you think the food network people have somebody that already like preps like so when they like get there all that stuff's like cut for them everything right 100% yeah emerald is not chopping no onions I like, oh my God, you just like age yourself. Do you not watch Food Network anymore, Emerald? So like 15 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly have not watched him so long. Oh my God, Emerald was like, he was huge. Like My grandpa was obsessed with him. Oh my God, I had, I remember my first pots and pans like set we got, I think it was a wedding gift, I'm pretty sure, um, was like an Emerald set. (laughs) Aww. It's just so funny. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. I don't think he does any. I know he has restaurants and stuff, but I don't think he does shows or anything anymore. I don't think he does either. Um, I think I only have like one or two left. Let's see. Um, somebody said, always have a trip in mind to plan and pick a date no matter how far out. It helps to look forward to something and have something to save towards. Love that I idea. I do always like having something to look forward to. And a trip doesn't always have to be something extravagant. It doesn't have to mean oh, no. you're going to like overseas. It could be like 
a weekend getaway to wine country or the beach or wherever it's yeah, yeah. just having something to look forward to and I also like that they mentioned having something to save towards um mm-hmm. is such a good thing um I honestly added that part because I do like having I honestly like having a saving goal I don't know why I like love that but um I always like to have something that I'm saving towards I don't know I love it but um like even art like we have our staycation coming up in like less than two months now and where we do our womcation every year and like that's even something so small we're like we literally drive like 10 minutes away and it's still something so nice yes um and then the last one small steps towards something is better than zero it doesn't have to be all or nothing or perfect love it so many good um little things that you can do aside from big like resolutions that feel so hard to tackle like so many of these things can help with just like everyday life and you don't have to wait until January 1st to start them you can start them today absolutely well how was your week catch me up oh my god we haven't recorded in so long so I don't even know how far to go back (laughs) but um I guess we'll like kind of just go back to Thanksgiving because I guess we haven't recorded since Thanksgiving and Um, I hosted my first Thanksgiving, so I was pretty proud of myself on how organized I was and everything. Um, but I did kind of the same routine that I do for any time I host a party or when I usually host like Christmas Eve and stuff, I really over plan. Like I overly, like I make so many like to-do lists and checklists. I start, it's the second I'm starting to develop a menu, I'm already building out like my shopping list, um, I made a to-do list for every single day leading up to it. So I knew like, okay, like Saturday I'm, I'm getting groceries delivered. And then Monday I'm going to prep these things. And Tuesday I'm cooking these things. Like I literally had everything broken down. I had done all of the shopping the weekend before. And by Tuesday I was already starting to prep things. Anything that needed to be assembled was like completely done by Wednesday. So that Thursday, like basically nothing had to be done except to have things like put into the oven. So it honestly made for a super easy and relaxing Thanksgiving day, which I was very thankful for. Um, Like I kept, I was like sitting on the couch, like it's like Thanksgiving I'm hosting and I'm like, I shouldn't be like on the couch right now. Like this doesn't feel right. I don't (laughs) like, I shouldn't be this relaxed, but I'm like, I literally don't think I have anything to do. Like I was so. You are such a good planner. I was so ahead of the game. I was just like, I feel like I should have a lot more chaos going on right now. And I don't. And And this was exactly how you felt on your wedding too. You're like, why am I so relaxed on my wedding day? My God, totally. (laughs) Like my wedding day, I felt like I was like, my God, and and everything was going right. And that's why, and same on Thanksgiving. I was like, I guess being like crazy type A over planner, like super organized, like had its perks. So it does. um, But yeah, so Tuesday night, Annie and I, we had, um, I had forgot we had planned to go see a musical called Once. It's um, a musical that was based off of a movie that came out in, I think it was like 2007. Um, and it actually won an Oscar that year for like best song. I It was weird because I was like, I told Annie, I was like, she like loves this movie and she really wanted to go see this. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard of that movie. And I like looked it up and I was like, no, this doesn't sound familiar. But then when I was watching the musical, I heard a song and I was like, is that the song that won an Oscar? Cause I swear I know that song. Like I've definitely heard that song before and it was so good. If, can I just remind everyone, if you're like into musicals and stuff, like 
don't just wait for like the big show. Like, cause I'm a bit, I love to go to the Pantages and the Seegerstrom and stuff to go see big productions, but like support your local theater. Cause that's what this was. And it was like amazing. It was so fun the way they set it up. Cause this takes place, this musical takes place in Ireland. And um, it was like, it was like super intimate. There was maybe 40 to people, 50 people there and um they had us like immersed in it so it felt like you were like sitting at like these big pub tables and stuff and you felt like you were in like this like irish pub and the musical was like happening all in the middle of the pub and like sometimes they'd be like standing at the table like right like literally the guys like singing like How two cool. feet from my face but it was so cool and it was um it's so cheap to support your local theater and like these people are like obsessed with what they do and a lot of times it can be like just as good as seeing like a big show. So I had told Annie, I was like so obsessed. I was like, we have to start going and like seeing like these productions now. Like it's um, a production that's done in Fullerton, which is one of our local cities here. And honestly, it was so much fun. I, when we booked it, I was like kind of dreading because I was like, oh, that's Thanksgiving week. Like I hope like things aren't crazy. And then I like had forgotten about it. And then it like kind of came up and I was like so tired. I was like, oh, I don't know if I should have like agreed to this. But then I was, like, so glad I did. It was, like, Aww. a perfect break in, like, all of my, like, Thanksgiving prep and planning. So I was so glad we did it. It was so fun. It was so good. So I definitely recommend that if you ever see it. It's called Once. Um, so, yeah, once we got to Thursday, um, like I said, I just felt like something was going to go wrong at any moment. But I was so ahead of schedule. I just got to kind of chill. And, like, when people got there, I was able to hang out. I didn't feel like I had to be in the kitchen the whole time and not get to enjoy like having a drink and hanging out with our family and stuff. So that was really nice. Um, so as far as hosting my first Thanksgiving, I did make sure I did some research, um, like, cause I had never made a turkey before. So I was like, I literally like have no idea what I'm doing here. So like, okay, based on the size of the turkey, I need to start defrosting it on Sunday. And then I have it scheduled to brine on Tuesday so that it can brine for 48 hours. Like these were like things like my mom was like, you're going to brine the turkey, right? I was like, I don't know. Do I have to brine the turkey? Like, <laughs> These were all just things like I didn't know. So, um, so Tuesday I had started getting the turkey out. We're going to like, I was like, okay, Jeff, I want to wear, I was like, give me some gloves. Cause I like, I already like, I don't like dealing with chicken, like chicken breasts, like literally just a chicken breast, let alone a whole freaking turkey that like, I was just like, so I'm like putting the gloves on and stuff. And I'm like, Jeff, I need you here for assistance in case like, cause you're like dealing with like, it was like a 16 pound turkey that we had. And I was like, it's like awkward to like move around. And I just didn't want it to like slip and drop it or something. So, um, so I'm like, okay. So I like, I'm going through the turkey and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like only a neck. Like I thought there's like other like shiblets and other things that I'm supposed to be pulling out, but all I'm finding is the neck. So I was like, oh, that's cool. They like took everything else out. All right, great. <laughs> so I'm like brining this. I brined it, did all that, put it back in the fridge. So then the next day on Wednesday, my friend Lindsay, which she's listening right now, so she will enjoy this story. Um, <laughs> so she texts me. I don't know if she was doing her first turkey, what, but she like started asking me a question about her turkey. And then I was she like, based on her question, it like triggered me. I was like, I want to watch like, oh, let me I'm going to like look that up. Like, I'm going to watch a video to like answer it. I'm like, why didn't I ever look at a video for myself? Like, why am I now watching a video to like answer her question? So I like watch a video and about like how to like clean out a turkey and brine it and stuff. And I'm like, 
hmm, they start talking about this like neck cavity hole. And I was like, I looked for a neck hole and I did not find one. I didn't know this even existed. I assumed like you had to just like put a hole through the turkey. I didn't know. So I had looked for a hole. I didn't see it. And when I'm watching this video, they're like talking about like in the neck cavity is where usually the heart and the liver and all this stuff are like located. And I was like, well, shit, now I need to like look into this because I didn't find a heart or a liver or any of that. So then I like, I'm like, Jeff, I just watched a video. I need you to get the turkey out of the fridge. I need to like, I need to investigate this turkey some more. Sure, <laughs> sure enough, there it was. Thank God. I, I was like, that would have been so embarrassing had we fried the turkey with all of that shit in there. <laughs> and there's a reason you're supposed to take all this out. And thank God if Lindsay had never asked me that question, I probably never would have known and I would have fried it all up inside of my turkey. Oh my God. But then I'm like, how many people accidentally cook these in their turkey every year? I can't be the only one who almost I definitely would have cooked it if it was me. (laughs) Yeah. Like unless, I mean, and I'm sure most people do their research. Like that's why I was like, I had Googled things about brining your turkey and stuff like that. But for some reason I didn't think to watch a video on like just first time turkey knowledge. (laughs) I don't know. But so thank God I had that conversation because I was like, and I was like, okay, found all the stuff. We're good. So, um, but yeah, everyone came over around two o'clock that day, that, that day, that day, <laughs> um, Jeff's cocktail was a total hit with everyone. I had shared it in my stories because everybody was like, oh, I need to know about that cocktail. It was literally a perfect Thanksgiving cocktail. It had just like, it was like it's called tequila time. And he made like this thyme honey syrup. That is what's used in the cocktail with like tequila and lemon juice. And I don't know what else, but it's so you had one. Yes. It was so good. Oh my God. It was like so good. It was a hit. Everybody loved it. Um, so that's going to be like definitely a new staple. Um, Everyone was also absolutely obsessed with watching Jeff fry the turkey. None of us had ever had fried turkey before, so none of us had ever experienced it. So it was, like, literally a crowd around Jeff, like, the entire time, which I'm sure he loved, like, because (laughs) he's, like, everybody's, like, putting in their input, and he's like, can everybody just leave me alone? (laughs) Nobody talk. Yeah, so... um, Anyways, the turkey turned out absolute perfection. Everyone had agreed it was some of the best turkey we'd ever had. So it definitely will not be the last time we fry a turkey. Not to mention, it's just so freaking easy. Like, literally, you have a turkey. So fast. We had our turkey in 45 minutes. Like Easy. It and frees up all the oven space, too. Yeah, it was oh, It was a breeze. And it was, um, like, it's a lot of prep. And you need the equipment and stuff. But, like... It's totally worth it. We will definitely be doing that again. Um, but I'm also was reminded again why I want double ovens when we remodel our kitchen, if that ever freaking happens, because the oven was working overtime. It's so impossible to have like all of your food come out hot, which I like my food hot. And so <laughs> that made me crazy. Like, and I keep like apologizing and everyone's like, Laura, it's not your fault. Like everything's not piping hot. It's impossible. Like, you can't have everything be so hot when you have like 10 things that need to come out of the oven. So, yeah, but everyone left around like nine or so Jeff and I, like the house was like a total mess with like dishes and everything. So we just finished cleaning up the house and then we plopped on the couch and watched my favorite Thanksgiving movie, which is son-in-law and passed out on the couch, freaking exhausted. So that was our Thanksgiving. It was really nice. And 
I would say it was a success for my first Thanksgiving. So Sounds like it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, but the next day, good old Black Friday. Can we discuss how different it is now? It's so different, but like Black- in the best way. I mean, yes, it is, but it isn't. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not the girl I was 15, 20 years ago where I want to get up and go do all that now. But I definitely was like, got a big Black Friday high back in the day. But I remember like back in the day, it was like after all the Thanksgiving festivities, I'd like go home, I'd like get in bed, take a power nap for like a few hours. I'd wake up at midnight to be in line at Target for six, uh, to be there at like 1 a.m. So I could get in at Target when they opened at 6 a.m., which is back in the day seemed insane. Oh my God, Target's opening at 6 a.m. Like, which is like only an hour (laughs) or two earlier than it usually did. And then like it pushed to 5 a.m. And then like next thing you know, it was 3 a.m. And then like stores started opening at midnight. And then like five, 10 years ago, it started becoming like Thanksgiving day. And you're like, and then everybody was like, either going shopping all day on Thanksgiving or the other half of the people who are like pissed that are like, we shouldn't be having stores open on Thanksgiving. Like this is ridiculous. So I'm really glad it seems like stores being open on Thanksgiving has stopped. I feel like it kind of got enough backlash and I think the pandemic helped with that. I think like stores like really like people want to be with their families. They don't want to be working at Target and Best Buy and Kohl's. Like we can do these sales online and people can go on Friday. Like we don't need to be open on Thanksgiving. And I don't feel like I saw any stores that were, if they were, I wasn't aware. I don't think so. But I don't think any stores are open on Thanksgiving anymore. And I'm so glad. Um, Me too. But I also feel like Black Friday went on for like a week. Like I literally started getting Black Friday deals like the weekend prior to Thanksgiving. Yeah. But like every day my emails were like Black Friday. I'm like, but Black Friday is until Friday. Like, and I still feel like it's Cyber Monday and it's Thursday now. No, so. everybody called it Cyber Week this year. Nobody's calling yes. it Cyber Monday. Everything's yes. been Cyber Week. It's so annoying. I'm like, it just they don't have those big doorbuster feeling deals anymore. Like, no. or have like DVDs for two dollars and like these t- like the only I see like those cheap TV TV deals and stuff. But I've also learned that like. Black Friday TVs aren't even if it's like they're like a totally shitty TV. Like they literally, they're, which I've had. It's not like you're getting the top end model for a deal. You're getting no, they like literally the shit make, of the shit model for a, a deal. They make a cheaper version of the brand even for Black Friday, I hear. Yeah. But to be fair, I've had two Black Friday TVs that have been nothing but like great TVs for me. So actually our TV that we use outside, we bought that two Black Fridays ago because we're like, it's an outside TV. It's going to be out in the, like, we have, like, a weatherproof, like, cover over it. But we're like, it's still going to be in the elements. Like, if we're going to have a TV that's going to possibly, like, get screwed up in a couple of years, like, let's at least get a cheap one. I probably just jinxed it. But the TV's been nothing but great for us. So, but, yeah, Black Friday, definitely not what it is anymore. I mean, I still bought, I bought a few of my, we all know I love Old Navy Lux, their Lux line of shirts. So I bought, like their shirts were like six seven bucks so I all of my favorite tees have been getting like way too big so I like stocked up on some shirts I got Jeff a couple sweaters I got a jacket so I like bought like a few of those things from Old Navy but 
I didn't. Did you really buy anything? I didn't shop whatsoever. I didn't even look at a sale. I didn't even know what was on sale. I'm not a Black Friday girl. Like, it's never been my thing. I I have done Black Friday shopping before, but it's because somebody else wanted to do it. Like, I tagged along with somebody else. But it's truly just, like, never been my thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. See, I always loved it. But even, like, every – I, like – I don't like going out anymore, but I do like looking at the deals on online and and I, I, I lied. I did buy one thing. So I've checked out Sephora sale and they had my favorite eyebrow pencil, which is going to be my flavor of the week. Um, that was 50% off. So I bought a few of those just because I Thanks. know I love it. Thanks so, and they were half off. So I did. I posted it on my stories. Oh, maybe you did. And I think I had wanted to talk to you about it before I bought it, but anyways, okay. you're going to have to try it. Okay, we'll talk about it when we get to flavor of the week. But yeah, and I get influenced based on like deals people post on like Instagram and stuff. I like start seeing that and I'm like, ooh. So I bought a couple things, but then a lot of times it just turns into me seeing these great deals. I start adding things to the cart and then I'm like, girl, you don't need this. And then so I like leave it in the cart. And then they harass me in my email being like, did you forget to buy this? And I'm like, no, I didn't forget to buy it. I just don't need it. So um, I definitely bought some things, but I didn't go too crazy. Um so let's see black friday so ducks always have like an afternoon game on black friday it's kind of like a tradition they always have like a noon game the day after thanksgiving i don't usually go but this year we did because it was the first ducks kings game of the season so it was honestly really fun going to like a day game and being done by three and then we still had like the rest of the night the game sucked unfortunately so it wasn't that great (laughs) at least for me jeff enjoyed it but um it was nice because then because I was also just like so tired from the day before so we just like picked up Penny after the game we went to a brewery for dinner um hung out there for a little bit and then we were home early and it was just nice to have the rest of the evening at home so um yeah and then Saturday (coughs) excuse me we went um to our friend's brewery to hang out for the afternoon um these are the friends that we're going to be going to France with so we kind of had a little France planning date. We picked the dates that we're going and what areas of France we are going to go to. So um, really excited about that. We're going to be spending like a good chunk of our time in Paris mostly because there's just like so much to see, even like little day trips from there that we're going to do. Plus we have like Taylor Swift while we're in Paris and then we're also going to go to Disneyland Paris. Um, So we're also going to be going to, um, it's called, I think it's like Ron's. It's, I thought it was Reims. It's like R-E-I-M-S, but I like literally looked up how to pronounce it because I'm like trying to learn French. And so I know no word is like pronounced how you think. So I like have looked <laughs> it up, but um, this is basically the Champagne region. So as a big Champagne bubbly fan, I am really excited to go there and have all of the Champagne. Um, so we're going to spend a couple days there. We're also going to go spend a couple of days in an area called Strasbourg, which looks like an absolute fairy tale. Like when we were looking up this place, um, we all immediately thought of Pinocchio when we saw it. Like, it just looks like How that cute. typical, like, Disney fairy tale town, which that's, like, one of the things I loved about Prague. I remember there were areas of, Prague's I w- areas of Prague I would walk around where I was like, I feel like I'm at Universal Studios. Like, I feel like I'm literally walking around on a movie set. Like, this isn't real. Like, these buildings and this cobblestone <laughs> streets, like, it just, you don't feel like, because we live in the U.S. We're, like, such a young country. There's nothing, like, that old that like that especially on the west coast the east coast you get more of that but like over here on the west coast we're like nothing is that old in the grand scheme of things I guess so um we're gonna do that and then 
it was just we had these like big plans of all these areas of France we wanted to go to. But then when we really like started researching and looking at the country as a whole, we we're like, wow, France is a lot bigger than we thought. So we decided to stick because we were like looking and we're like, oh, to go here, it's going to be like a six hour train ride. Like every it was like we were going to waste so much time traveling. So we're like, you know what, let's just stick to a specific area of France this week. Uh, or this trip, and um, we're just going to have to save some places we want to go to, like in southern France, for a separate trip. We're like, we can make that part of like a Mediterranean trip kind of thing. So there's definitely some areas of France I wanted to go to that we're not going to get to go to, but um, just to make the most of our time, it made most sense to stay in that general area. So, um, and then that night we got home, Jeff and I decided we wanted to do a pizza night and test out our new uni that we got as a wedding gift. If you don't know, an uni is like a pizza oven um, that Jeff is like really big on making pizza. So he had wanted one of those. So we got one as a wedding gift. We were so excited to use it. And have you ever used one, Steph? No, but they look amazing and I want to come over for pizza ASAP. We're, okay, yeah. You and Jordan are coming over. We're going to do a pizza night because it's honestly like, it's so cool. They're so good because Brian and Annie have one. So we had used it. We've used it a few times with them, but, like, we just kind of really wanted one to have, like, of our own to do. Like, because Jeff and I usually like to do pizza, like, every week or two. So it's really nice to be able to, like, do it at home. And then I can just make my own, like, little personal pizza. I feel like I can get so creative now with things. I don't know. I'm just really excited about all the possibilities. So, like, when we got home that afternoon, I was like, okay, I'm going to go run to TJ's. I'm just going to get their dough because so we don't have to, like, take the time to make ours and stuff. So I went and got their pizza dough. And it's, like, so crowded when I get to Trader Joe's. And I, like, I'm walking around. I, like, know where the dough is. So I'm, like, going straight towards it. And, like, literally as I'm approaching the case, I hear, like, a guy, like, being, like, oh, okay, the dough's right here. Oh, it looks like we're all – and I'm here. I'm, like, say we're all out. We only have the garlic and herb one. I'm, like, okay, well, I like the garlic and herb one. That's fine. And then um, I'm, like, looking, and I see there's only two in there. And this lady, like, goes to grab, like, both of them, like, the last two – and so I was just like, well, I just got to be dramatic at this point. And I was like, I was like, oh, no, that's the only thing I came here for. And she thankfully she wasn't a bitch. And she was like, oh, she was like, or she's like, are you good with just one? I'll give you one of them and I'll only take one. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, thank you. Because I was like going to be so sad if I because I was like, we were so set on having like a pizza night. And I was like, Aww. if I can't get pizza now, I'm going to be so bummed. But um, anyways, it's like so good we're so excited to do pizza nights with friends and see what else we can do with it it's just crazy like your pizza cooks in a minute stephanie like one minute insanely fast yeah you like put it in and you're like rotating it for like every like 10 15 seconds and then it's done it's like wow it's insane and it, it can like burn so fast you have to like be so careful we burned like a corner of like both pizzas we made but they were still like so good and it'll be you will learn as we go i'm sure so um, by the time I got to Sunday, I was just like, Jeff, I need a day to relax. I can't like do anything else. And it's like, I don't even have work the next day, but I was like, we've been too busy with Thanksgiving and everything. I was like, can we just please stay home, watch football and not do anything? And so we just did that. We had a Rams win, thankfully. And, um, Jeff actually did have an early hockey game that night. So I did go to that. Um, cause it's not very often where he has a hockey game. Like last night, his hockey game was at 1030. Oh my so God, that's so late. We literally, like, we were like done with dinner last night and we're like hanging out and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, you're still not leaving for hockey for two more hours. <laughs> I was like, I would not function. Like, I'd be like asleep on the bench or something. Well, and the problem is, is he gets home and he gets so, like, by the time he's done with hockey, he's super amped up and he's not. So he, he didn't go to bed last night till like 2 a.m. 
because he just like gets home and then he's like not tired because he gets all energized when he's playing. So, but um, anyways, I just feel like now that all the Thanksgiving stuff's over, this is the first week where I feel like, okay, time to get back into a routine, time to get into a normal groove. Um, because even once we were back from the honeymoon, I felt like it, I went immediately into the host mode and like planning all of that and prepping for Thanksgiving. Um, so I could like put on a decent Thanksgiving for our family. Like I felt like I still wasn't back into my normal routine. And this week I feel like I'm kind of there and I'm like, okay, time to focus on getting in all my gym visits again and finding a job (laughs) (laughs) because we got bills to pay. And this is the first month, like really paying bills without like all the paychecks and stuff, it seems. And it's not fun. (laughs) Uh, You'll get there. So hopefully I'm like, like slowly people that have been, I've seen a couple of people now that got laid off with me, like get jobs like on LinkedIn or they've texted me and stuff. And I'm like, Oh God, I feel like I'm never going to get there, but I'm sure I will. I just, I honestly haven't put any effort into it. It's been like only these last, like since getting back from my honeymoon, I'm really starting to look. So, but I just pray and hope. You will. I know you will. But anyways, I feel like I just rambled forever. How about you? <laughs> I am excited to hear about your Thanksgiving and your birthday and how everything went with um, Jordan's family and your trip to Texas. Yeah. Um, so basically the whole last week was our Texas trip. So Monday we left early in the airport. We called an Uber that morning, literally got canceled on twice. Like I was like, what the heck is up with Ubers? So we got canceled on once and then we just called another one and the other one's like on its way. It's literally exiting my exit. It's like two minutes away from my house. And then they just canceled. I'm like, what in the world? And it makes me so mad. At what time is this? This was like, um, I want to say it was around somewhere between 4.30 and 5 in the morning. Yeah, um, I feel like I have the most issues during that time. That's so annoying. And we had even talked about like, hey, do you want to schedule an Uber? But they charge you like an extra 20 for it or whatever. And so we really didn't want to. And it's, yeah, it's more and it's I feel like they cancel too. Or they're never they say they're going to come during a range and they like show up way early or way late. Yes. And it's stressful. So we were stressed and we we're like, okay, at this point, we don't have a choice. We can't like do this whole booking an Uber thing again and then waiting 15 minutes and having them cancel. So we just had to shift gears and drive ourselves to the airport and pay like $190 or whatever it was to park our car there for the week. So that sucked. But um, we got there at the airport. We were flying out of Long Beach. So normally we'll fly out of Orange County because it's like 10 minutes from our house. Um, but the airfare was like insanely cheap from Long Beach. So we did that. That airport was insanely busy. It was crazy, Um, but we made it. We got through the bag drop and through TSA pre-check and everything and got on our flight, ended up with a road to ourselves, which was really nice. Um, When we landed in Dallas, we got our rental car and drove to Terry Black's barbecue for lunch. So had to have some Texas barbecue and it was so good. We just walked around that deep LM neighborhood a little bit before getting in the car to drive. Stopped at Bucky's, of course, picked up some snacks to have at um, Jordan's parents' house, and then drove the rest of the way there. They're about two to three hours from the Dallas area, so it was like a mini road trip. Got there on five, socialized with them a little bit, watched some Monday night football, and just kind of settled in that night. And then a nice drive to their house. It is. It is a nice drive. It's um like a, you go through like a lot of like small towns. There's no like huge towns or anything, but it's a lot of just scenic farm country and trees. And it actually is really pretty. So nice. it was nice. Nice to be doing that during the day to see everything, too. 
Um, and then Tuesday, we went to go um, drop off the car at the airport that we had rented, the one-way rental, and then met his grandma and her um, friend or, like, housekeeper for lunch at a place called Leon's, I think, and had a good ribeye for lunch. I'm like, man, this is how Texas does it. A ribeye for lunch. Big old ribeye for lunch with, I forgot what I got. I think I got like mashed potatoes or something on the side. Um, And then that same night went to Taco Tuesday for dinner and a margarita. I was so excited to have a margarita, Um, but I like could not eat. Like I was so full from lunch and the margarita and the chips and salsa that my food came and I'm like, I feel so bad, but I literally like cannot even like scarf down a taco. (laughs) Like I was like sick. Um, and then Wednesday, Jordan and I left in the morning to go do a little coffee date, a really cute coffee shop in down. His parents live in uh, Longview. And so this coffee shop's in downtown Longview. It's called Silver Grizzly Espresso. And it was just so cute. Like, it's nice to find those little places in a small town that are like, kind of like the place to be like, that's where yeah. the young people go. That's where it's lively. Um, so that was really nice. And then we went to lunch with his parents um, at like a fisherman's market type place that afternoon. Thursday was Thanksgiving. Um, So Jordan's dad usually does the majority of the cooking and everybody kind of like picks the side dish to do. And this year he wanted to do all of it himself, which was like really nice. It took like any stress from me, but I was very impressed. I'm like, I could never do every single Thanksgiving dish by myself. Um, So he did. The only things that his grandma brought over were her deviled eggs, which are always a hit for everybody. And then five cup salad. Have you heard of five cup salad? No, tell me what's in it. Cause maybe it's like a different name or something so that I have we a know feeling, I think this is a Midwest thing. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but she made it last year too. And I loved it. And it's basically five ingredients and there's a cup of each one. So it's sour cream, which sounds disgusting. Like the little mandarin oranges, pineapple chunks, coconut, and. Okay. This, cool I looked it up. Thing? It's okay. We did not, we know, I know it as ambrosia fruit salad. Okay. It's the same thing. So, um, yeah, I loved this stuff as a kid. It has like coconut and pineapple and marshmallows and mandarins. Marshmallows, that's it. Oh my God, it's so good. Like, I love it. I don't remember this as a kid. And she brought it last year and I loved it. And so she brought it again this year. And I'm just like. I had no idea it was sour cream. I think I assumed it was like Cool Whip or like yogurt or something I had no That's idea what she, she was telling me she's like I like making it I don't like people watching me make it because I feel like the sour cream throws people off and like they won't even like try it or something uh-huh. but like you can't even tell it's sour cream it's just good no okay so I did I remember seeing this on your table and I remember that's why I wanted to know what five cup salad was because I was wondering if that's what this was I have known it always as ambrosia salad I feel like only time I ever had it was ever at like my grandma like my dad's mom's family that's the only like my mom's family never made it and and she what they did live when they were from South Dakota before they moved here so makes sense possibly but yeah it looks gross and it is so good it is so good it's definitely like more of a dessert than like a side dish but I want to make some now (laughs) honestly it's it's like such a good thing to make for like a potluck or something too because it's like you just dump everything and put it in the fridge like it's so easy such a white people food it's totally (laughs) it is absolutely white people food Uh, 
And then we are big on the Yahtzee when we go visit his parents. So we have like Yahtzee rounds every night and stuff. And his grandma also loves Yahtzee. So we spent that afternoon playing Yahtzee with her. And she's just like super funny. She reminds me of um, my grandma a lot with like her wittiness and just like little comments. And she's just like hilarious. Like her say it as as it is comments. Um, And then she went home and we just watched football the rest of the day, which was nice. My Seahawks played and did not win. So that was so much football on Thanksgiving. (laughs) I I just love like, you know, you're going to be full and not want to do anything. So I love that there's football on to just like, that's the plan. We're just going to do that. So then Friday, we decided to do a little road trip, day trip thing with his mom. Um, So we went to a little town called, I think it's Palestine in Texas. And Jordan had kind of mapped it out. He found a cool like app that the city puts out that has like day trip itineraries. So it just seemed like because the city does that, like there had to be, you know, a lot or enough to do there. Um, So we drove all the way out there and had lunch at a cute like brewery pub type place. Um, The food was good. The beer was good. The People were very nice. And then we left after lunch to go do some like they have tons of like little gift stores and stuff and do some little like window shopping and literally nothing was open. So that town apparently takes the Thanksgiving holiday like serious, like no Black Friday. No Black there. Friday there. No. <laughs> um, and so we are were there, like, oh. Quick question. Are there like targets and stuff in any of these areas? Like do their his par- parents have like targets or Walmart or any of that kind yes. of stuff? So his parents live in kind of like a big little city. So it's not like a big city, but it's got a Walmart, a Target, a Sam's Club, like every like chain restaurant, fast casual restaurants you can think of. Um, It has like a little mall. It has everything like that. It's just not a big city, you know? Yeah. Um, So after the bust of there was nothing else to do because the town closes down for that whole weekend, we decided to go to another little town that nearby called Athens. So Texas apparently likes to steal city names and country <laughs> names from other places for their Seriously, city names. Isn't there a Paris, Texas too? I'm almost positive there. Yes, is. I know I think there's they have... California too, but no, but there's Paris because t- we spell it different here. But Paris, Texas, I'm pretty sure they have an Eiffel Tower there. Stop. Yes, I think I'm going to Google it, but I think it's like a mini Eiffel Tower. Oh, my God. Hold on, Paris, Texas, Eiffel Tower. I need to know. Yeah, because I thought it was funny. I'm like, what is with all these And it has, okay, there is one. It's very small in comparison. It's only 65 feet, but it also has a big red cowboy hat on top, it looks like. (laughs) It's a very Texas flair to it. Um, so that other little town, Athens, that we drove through, we walked around a little bit, stopped at a brewery there. I think it was the Athens Brewing Company. It was really nice. They had a nice, like, big outdoor area, and it was really sunny and beautiful out, but very, like, chilly and cold. So just, like, kind of, like, dreamy fall weather. Um, so that was nice. And then we drove another 15 minutes or so to a little winery that was out there and got a bottle of wine to split. They had, like, the Adirondack. Why can I not say that word? Adirondack. Adirondack chairs. It is weird. And it was so pretty. They were like all outside. There was like a fire pit going. And you just sat in one of those chairs with like your glass of wine with just this beautiful like view of the vineyards. And you're just like, I didn't even know like Texas had vineyards. This is so weird. Um, But apparently they can grow certain types of wine anywhere. So they're more known for like the sweeter, um, one of the sweeter varieties. But that was really nice to go there. And that really, that day trip took up most of our day between the commuting back and forth and spending a little bit of time in each of those places. So it was nice to get out of the house and have an adventure day. That was very fun. 
Um, and then Saturday, his dad wanted to take us to lunch at this place called Hush Puppies. So they are known for their fried catfish. Um, where they live in East Texas is very close. It's about an hour from like Shreveport, Louisiana. So they have a lot of like that Cajun flair in their food there and like to fry just about everything is kind of like the vibe there. Um, so his, I did do the fried catfish. It was like delicious. Um, and his dad was trying to get me. I love fried catfish. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, his dad was really trying hard to get me to try the fried frog legs. And he kept telling me like, it's for the content. Like imagine being able to tell your podcast. (laughs) I was like, I could like, part of me was like, I should do it. I should do it. And I'm like, I can't like mentally could not get myself to try it. I know. Have you tried it? Yes. I've had, I think I tried it. Um, it was when I was on a cruise. I don't remember where we were, but we tried frog legs and I think alligator. And when they say like the stupid saying like, oh, it tastes like chicken. It really does. There's like nothing to it. <laughs> like I'm usually, unless it has some weird look visually, like if it's a fried meat, like I'll literally try anything. Cause then it, Jordan and I tried something when us four, we did a double date to Brazilian barbecue. I don't remember what it was, but it was some like organ or something that they eat in Brazil. And I don't know, Jeff, uh, Jordan and I tried it and you and Jeff would not. I, yeah, it's a mental thing for me. And his dad, Jordan and his dad were both telling me like, it tastes like chicken. Like the texture's like chicken, but just mentally like knowing it's like a frog's leg. Like I was like, I just can't, I'm going to skip it. So I wussed out and did not try it. We eat every other animal's leg. Well, not every animal, but the animals we do eat, like a chicken and a turkey. <laughs> Makes me sad. <laughs> I know. Um, but later that night, Jordan and I found another cool looking spot on Yelp, actually. And we were like, let's go try it. So it's called, I think it's called the Greenside Beverage Company. And they do like, they have a bunch of local and regional like beers on tap. And then also a lot of local and regional wines. And they were having like a really cute vendors market as well. So we decided to go there. We got a bottle of wine. We went and sat outside where like the little vendors market was. And it just like is so fun to find like those lively places in like a small town because a small town like that, there's not that many lively places. There's also not that many young people, you know, so to find the places that are like cool for the young people to go are like very fun. So we both told each other like it was so cute when you walked inside because it's Christmas time now. So they had like the colored old school like um Christmas lights like hanging uh-huh. from the ceilings and then they had like a disco ball I'm like this is like, exactly how I would want to decorate a place like this um so it was really fun we were like yeah we're coming back here every time like this is this and the coffee shop are kind of like the place so how far was the Greenside Beverage Company from his parents from his from his parents house I want to say it was maybe like 10 minutes oh perfect um, yeah, they're not too far from the downtown area. And it's right in that downtown area that has all the cute, like, restaurants and shops and everything. Like, um, I don't totally know. Like, I mean, I have a vision of what I think this place is based on how you're explaining it. But this is, like, exactly. I told Jeff, I was like, I would love to o- open a place like that. Like, I can't, I don't have the knowledge and I don't want to learn, like, about doing my own brewery or about doing my own, like, winery. But I would love to have, like, a cool, like place where we sell local beers and local wines and it's like a cool place to hang out there's this um spot on the corner in downtown in um old town orange right now that it's like across from snooze and it's for sale and it's an old like um mechanic shop kind of area like it's on the corner and they have this big old like where not warehouse um like a mechanic with the big roll-up doors 
And then in front of it, like this big shaded area of what looks like a cover that would be for like a gas station or something, but it's all like gutted. So I just can see the shell of it. And I just told Jeff, like, I can just visualize opening this cool place for people to hang out. I was like, I wish we had money so I could buy this. (laughs) I'm sure very, very expensive piece of property right here because I was like, we could open the cool because there's no really cool like wine, but like we have breweries and stuff over there. But there's no like like something that was just like you can get something for everyone. Like if you go to like Chapman Brewing, which is almost right next door, they don't have wine. It's just beer. But this would be you could have like food vendors. We could have shopping vendors. Like I have this whole vision of what I would love to have, but I just don't have the money. So if somebody would like (laughs) to invest in my business, I promise it will be successful. And then I don't (laughs) have to find a job and this can be my job. Do it. (laughs) Um, so no, that was really fun. And then Sunday was our last full day there. So we went out to lunch with his parents and then ran a few errands that afternoon and then did, um, football Sunday and his parents have a theater like in their basement. And so we decided to go watch football down there and it was so nice. I'm like, this is how you're meant to watch football in a recliner (laughs) blanket in a pitch dark room with like a movie theater screen. Like I I couldn't do pitch black though. I would fall asleep. I literally, so it had like little like dimmed lights, kind of like a movie theater on the side, Uh but I loved it. Like I was so snuggly and so just like, this is my vibe, but same, I would fall asleep too. I wouldn't even need a bed. Like I could just sub my bedroom for a theater and I'd be fine. (laughs) I kind of want, I feel like I would want my bedroom in a basement, just like a big dark cave for my bedroom. I mean, I do love in the daytime being able to open up and have my room be all natural light. But the thought of having a big dark cave for my bedroom sounds lovely, too. I would also never wake up. (laughs) Um, So that was a nice, like, chill last day. And then Monday we left. So we went to go pick up our one-way car rental again and headed to Dallas. Um, We stopped. Isn't one-way rental cars so stupid expensive? They actually weren't that bad. Oh, really? Like... Because they can be. So I think one of the ways we paid like a hundred or something on the way there. So I guess when for you one day, about, yeah. When you think about car rentals and they used to be like $25 a day or whatever, I'm like, you can't find that anymore anyway. So for me, it doesn't sound that bad. And then coming back, it was like 60 or something like that. Okay, so not that's possible. not bad. Because when we went to Texas, we did a one way rental because we flew into Dallas. And when we left, we were going to fly out of Austin. So we did a one a one way. And I remember, like, it made our car rental, like, over double. But it was, I mean, it wasn't worth driving all the way back to Dallas and flying out of Dallas. So we went with it, but... And we just did the math on it, too, because they do have an airport um, about 10 or 15 minutes from his parents' house. But it was way more to buy that hopper flight for both of us there than yeah. to just rent a car. And it gave us the flexibility to, like, have our own day in Dallas and kind of have our last day of vacation, just like an us day, which was nice. Um, So that was fun. So we got into Dallas. We were in the um, same Deep Ellum neighborhood and had lunch at another Texas barbecue place called Pecan Lodge. And it was delicious, too. Um, And then we did a nice long walk on the Katy Trail and stopped at Katy Trail Ice House for a beer, which is a place that Jeff and Laura had recommended us go to. And I was not disappointed at all that we went. That place is so cool. Dallas must. I love that place. If you are going to Dallas, add that place to your, or even if like you're not going soon, just go into your Yelp and add it so you don't forget about it someday. 
It's so cool. So I went when it was not very busy. There were people, but you could get a table easily. But this place is open 365 days a year. You can literally go on Christmas if you want to. And when it's busy, it is busy. And it's so cool. There are all these like little picnic benches that you sit at. It's huge. It's massive. Um, obviously I was there during a cold time. So they have like heaters everywhere and blankets on every table that you can just like warm up with. And then they bring you just like an ice cold, like schooner of beer. And the vibe is just so cool. Like everybody brings their dogs. They've got like at nighttime, they have like the Christmas lights, you know, the so spring cute. lights up. And it's just, it's right on the trail. Like the Katy trail that goes all throughout you know, Dallas and connects one side of it to the other. Like it's just right on there. Like you can, it's, it's a great little area. Yeah. I love it. I, when you guys were going to do Dallas time, I was like, please go there. So I was so glad you guys did. Cause that was probably one of the favorite spots that Jeff and I went to in Dallas. Absolutely. I'm like, anytime we go, if we have a Dallas day again, I'm, I'm absolutely going there. Cause that was probably my most, most favorite thing I did in Dallas. Yeah. Um, and then we checked into our hotel really quick, dropped off our stuff and then went to the Highland Park village to walk around. So was I'm that not the sure. Christmas town area you talked about? So no, we didn't end up oh, okay. going there. We went there last year, the grapevine area. This was grapevine, like, that's right. the Highland Park village is like Dallas's fashion Island kind of, it's like an outdoor shopping center, but much smaller, but it, a lot of fancy shops. Like they have all the Dior and, all the fancy Chanel and all the fancy stuff. Um, so it's really, really cute. We just did like some like window shopping. Did you get your $99 mirror at Dior? <laughs> I did not. Laura had a dream that I bought a $99 mirror at Dior and I can confirm I did not do that. That was not real. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream the night. I must've been thinking about your birthday the night. It was probably like, don't forget to wish Stephanie a happy <laughs> birthday in the morning. But I had a dream the night before her birthday that Jeff and I were like asking her like, oh, what are you guys doing for your birthday? And she was like, oh, I'm going to go to Dior. They have these big full length mirrors on sale for $99. And me being a total bitch that I am, I'm like, there's no way Dior has a mirror for $99. <laughs> like I was like totally arguing with her. <laughs> nope, definitely did not. Um, but then we just wanted to like pop into a place for a drink. So we found, um, this little place in the same shopping center called honor bar. And we went and sat at the bar and had a drink. And we were just like, this place feels like Houston's like, have you been to Houston's in Uh Costa Mesa? Yeah. Literally felt like that. And so Jordan looks it up and it's literally like the same restaurant group. Oh, (laughs) like we were like, I was going to say, I was like, it sounds like, cause I know the restaurant, some of the places they own and that place sounded familiar. So that's hilarious. And some of the things on their menu, like their chicken sandwich is called like something dings chicken sandwich. and we were like there's that's there's no way it's not the same thing you know yeah. and so we looked it up and we're like oh it is the same like restaurant group so that was nice and then we went and had a little bit of sushi at a place called lounge 31 there and oh, then Texas sushi uh, not bad but not like the best it's obviously better in like a big city like dallas than it is like in a small town sure. by his parents um, but obviously not as good as California sushi. Yeah. Um, and then we were really excited. We wanted to be there until nighttime because they like advertised that they have like more than 1.5 million Christmas lights at this shopping center. <laughs> and you know, me and Christmas, anything I'm so excited. It was literally gorgeous. Just like white Christmas lights everywhere. It was so pretty. Oh. Um, so we walked around into the Christmas light thing there and then drove. It, it's in a very like ritzy. It's almost like the Beverly Hills of L.A. Um, this Highland Park area is 
is basically that to Dallas. And so we drove through like all the fancy neighborhoods and everybody had their lights up already. So we looked at all the Christmas lights. I'm trying to think. I wonder if that, I think that might be some of the area that some of the real housewives of Dallas lived in. I would not doubt it. It probably have to be. It has to be because it is it is very fancy. I know somewhere near Plano, but I don't remember for sure, like all of their areas. I'd have to look it up, but it makes sense. I kept pointing out to Jordan. I'm like, what is with rich people and like not having blinds? Like, why does nobody have blinds or like shutters or anything? (laughs) Like if you're rich, like I guess if you're rich, you just want people staring in your house and like watching everything you do because nobody had blinds. Like it was bizarre. That's weird. Um, so that was fun. And then we were close enough to the Southern Methodist University campus that we kind of just drove through. And like, that is such a gorgeous campus, too. I love driving through a college campus. I think it's so fun to see. They're always like just so pretty. So we did that. And then Tuesday flew home. I was just so excited to be home. We got home um, pretty early in the day. I think we were like to the house by like 1130. Um, So just got some time to unpack, do my laundry everything like that. Um, We were supposed to record Tuesday and I was so glad we decided to postpone it to Thursday because I was so tired. All I could look forward to was just sleeping in my own bed that night and it was glorious. And then my birthday was yesterday. Turned the big three, seven. Um, It was, yeah, it was a nice birthday. Jordan got me my birthday Starbucks that morning. And then I just enjoyed like a lazy morning in bed, ran some errands. And then you had texted me and were like, Hey, like, what are you doing today for your birthday? And so I was like, Oh, I'm actually just like, I want to go shoe shopping, whatever. So you met me at Nordstrom and we went to the Nordstrom cafe, which I love that we both, first of all, did not know you can order kids meals as an adult at the Nordstrom cafe game changer. That's all I do. Laura. Cause I was like, what are you getting? And she's like, Oh, the grilled cheese and tomato soup. I'm like, Oh, I, that's like nostalgic for me. Like I always do that. And she's like, yeah, I'm getting it off the kids menu. And I'm like, wait, they'll like let you do that. Like you can just ask for it. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, it was the best, especially when you're not eating a lot. And it comes with your drink and it's like $10. It's like, how can you beat it? And then it's the nostalgia. I know we've talked about the Nordstrom Cafe on this podcast before. It is literally nostalgia. Like you just feel there and you're there and you feel like you're a kid again. So loved that. And then went shoe shopping. We got some like twin shoes. They're so cute. We did. Matching Nikes. (laughs) Yes. And then that night, Jordan and I were supposed to, I was just like, let's do sushi. We have plans on Saturday too. Um, But then the closer I got to dinner time, because I wanted to wait to eat until late since we had eaten lunch. And I was just like not feeling like the getting ready and going out thing so uh, he was gonna pick up sushi and he had thrown out din tai fung and I'm like actually that sounds so freaking good so he went and got din tai fung and stuck a birthday candle in one of the um little dumplings. yeah one of the little dumplings and we had a cute little dinner at home which was so nice um but no it was a really good birthday and we're gonna continue celebrating this weekend and yeah I got three more years in my 30s in me Oh my gosh. It's, I'm like, I got a year left and I'm like starting to kind of freak out, not freak out. Cause like I said, age never typically bothers me, but I feel like, I don't know. It's going to be weird thinking about getting into my forties. <laughs> it is. It really is. At least I get to watch you do it first though. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Which Stephanie brought up, or was that on the podcast or was that just us talking about it? It's like, what are we going to, cause we always say like, when we like, the intro to the podcast and we talk about like two thirty somethings and it's like what are we gonna say when Laura's no longer in her 30s Jordan was even trolling me yesterday morning on my birthday he's like 
He's like, oh, so you're in your, uh, what did he say? You're like high mid thirties or something. And he's like, next year, you're going to be in your high. Is it high thirty, high thirties or oh upper thirties? I know again. we've talked about this. Yes. Cause you called it your high thirties. And I'm like, no, it's your late thirties. <laughs> oh, late thirties. That's what it was. He's like, you're almost in your late thirties. I was like, shut up. <laughs> no, 37 is your 37 is when you get into your late. Oh God. Am I really? I think, Maybe he- yeah. Cause you're in your mid from 34 to 36 and then 37 to 39, you're in your late. Well, I'm just going to own it then because I still feel good. Exactly. (laughs) Each year keeps getting better. (sighs) All right. Well, I know we've been chit-chatting for a while because we had a lot to catch up on. So maybe we'll save some wellness updates and stuff for next week. And um, let's just get into some Bed Wet Dead. Let's do it. We're going to do the Starbucks Holiday Drinks Edition. And the three I chose are the Gingerbread Latte, the Peppermint Mocha, and the Chestnut Praline Latte. Okay, you didn't choose one of my other favorites. So this kind of makes it easier. So I'm for sure wetting the peppermint mocha. Like, that's for sure. Peppermint mocha is like a classic. I literally don't know the last time I had a gingerbread latte because I feel like they got rid of it for a while. Or no, they that was the egg, or was it the eggnog latte? I don't remember. No, they got rid of it and they brought it back this year. Okay, so I don't even remember. I should maybe try something with gingerbread this year. And um, I do, I've never had, I try to avoid, me and you talked about this recently. I don't usually get like lattes anymore. It's too much milk. I prefer things that just have like a splash of milk or I have to do oat milk now. Like, I guess I'm just like becoming a little lactose intolerant as I've gotten <laughs> older, but I can't do like a full on milk beverage anymore. No. Um, but I think based on the flavors alone here, so I'm going to go wet peppermint mocha. I'm going to bed with chestnut praline and I guess I'm going to um dead gingerbread latte I don't know it's hard because because gingerbread latte and chestnut praline I literally have no like I don't know what they taste like no skin in the game yeah I literally can't even but I love gingerbread so maybe I want to go to bed with that okay I'm changing it bed gingerbread wet peppermint dead chestnut praline done All right. So same with the latte thing for me. I struggle with espresso beverages that are milk heavy and a latte is basically like all milk. So I really do struggle with them. But if we're going like more flavors with these two, um, I am definitely going to wed gingerbread lattes. The gingerbread is like my favorite seasonal flavor ever. I love it. Okay. Now I have Um, to try it. It's so good. I I've only had one this season because of the, you know, milk thing, but I swear there's just something about that gingerbread flavor that is so good. I'll probably um, just do my triple shot espresso and just add like two pumps of it so I can try That's it. actually super smart. Just so you yeah. get the flavor. Yeah. Um, going to go to bed with peppermint mochas. I do love peppermint. Um, honestly, I prefer, and I know this goes against the milk thing, but I prefer peppermint hot chocolate to peppermint mochas. Like I think peppermint hot chocolate is so good. I like that um, too. Maybe you should try it with oat milk because I also struggle. And then dead chestnut praline, not because I don't like it. I can't remember the last time I had it, but just like it's to me, it's not like a traditional holiday drink. It's just kind of that sweet nuttiness flavor, which I feel like you can kind of get something similar to that throughout the year. Yeah. So got to got to cut ties with that. Okay. All right. Let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week, as mentioned earlier in this episode, is my favorite brow pencil. It is the Benefit Precisely My Brow Pencil. 
Um, it is a waterproof eyebrow definer. Um, they sell the regular full size for $26, or if you just want to try it to see if you like it first, they do have a mini for $15. Um, it's retractable, so there's no need to sharpen the tip. Um, I wear the shade three, which is the warm light brown, but they have a number of shades, which is really nice. And it's honestly my favorite brow pencil I've ever tried. I hate my brows, like hate them. I overplucked them in like high school in my early 20s. And they're just never the same. Like there's once you do that, like they'll never grow back the same. And I have struggled over the years to either like over fill them in where it looks so bad or just like have a color that doesn't match or whatever. This is such a defined like tip that you just do little like strokes in your brow and it just looks so much more natural than like trying to like really fill it in. I became obsessed with my brows at your wedding when they did. They used like the eyeshadow though and I'm they can make it sound as easy as they want. You need to know the technique yeah. and I don't have the technique. So to the idea to try to eye, fill in my brows with eyeshadow when like I am not a makeup artist is so scary to me. So this is like the next best thing. I can't recommend this product enough. I saw it for months on TikTok before actually buying it. Like any makeup video I saw, like they seem to be using this brow pencil and it is not for no reason that everybody's talking about it. It is the best eyebrow, eyebrow pencil I have ever used. So second right now would be the Boy Brows, the Glossier, because I still love that too. But I just feel like you don't get as like defined like strokes um, in your brows as you do with this pencil. So are you only using the pencil for your brows? Because I use like three yes. products. Well, technically I use four products to get my brow look. Because no, I, I only use this. Okay, because I use a brow... I like the, I've been using the Morphe brow pencil for a few years now, which I really love that brow pencil and it's super affordable. Um, but I'm always like, even when I love a product, if somebody like raves about it, I'm always down to try something else. But like, cause I only use the brow pencil to like line the bottom of my brow to like give it like a sharp, like bottom. And then I use the uh, Glossier's brow flick, which is like, uh, it has like a thin felt tip and you do like the flick motions to get like the filling Lines. like brow strokes and then I use the Glossier mascara like brow boy mascara to like give it color and like fill it in a bit and then I use my brow gel to like give it its shape so but yep, I, I love I love switching it up and trying to get new I feel like I switch my brow look like every year because I get I all of a sudden just like don't like the way my brows look anymore. And then I like try something new from some random technique I see on TikTok. But um, I'll have to try that. Are they still 50% off? They are not at Sephora, but I'm sure you could check like either the, oh, I'm sure they go on sale. This is such a popular product that they have to go on sale at Ulta or on the benefit website or something like that. Um, but I am a fan. I bought a few extra when they were on sale just because I know I love it so much that at least I'll save 50% off my next few. Um, but definitely a good product to try. Okay. What about you? What's your flavor of the week? All right. So my flavor of the week this week is Duolingo, which is an app. Um, so two weeks ago, Jeff and I decided that we wanted to start learning French for our French trip because, I feel like when I've gone to like Mexico, I know enough to like get by and like I can read it and understand it and things like that. But um, like I was like Paris, I'm sure a lot of people speak English. It'll be good. But I think when we go to some of these other like smaller areas, like 
I know no basic words of French. Like, we grew up in California, so, like, knowing a little bit of Spanish is, like, kind of common. But I was like, I'm not going to know one thing. I don't know how to know where a bathroom is. I don't know how to say anything. So I was like, I would love to learn, like, a little bit of basic French. So I've always heard about Duolingo, but I think I always assumed it was expensive. I thought it was, like, another, like, Rosetta Stone or any of those, like, language lesson um, programs that have been out there because... I felt like whenever you learn a language, it was always something that was known to be like expensive to like buy the program. But I had no idea this app was 100% free or I would have probably done this a long time ago and tried to learn Spanish more. But um, there are definitely some features that you can have if you want to pay. And I had like passed a bunch of levels. And so they gave me it free for three days. And I actually did really enjoy the full experience. But it's kind of like a game almost like you get so many hearts a day. So if you get so many mistakes, you can't play until you earn more hearts and stuff. But I really wish I would have done this a long time ago. It like, it's really I've kind of just been enjoying it. It's I do it for a few minutes a day. But I've so I kind of make it part of my morning like I do with social media. But I honestly find myself going back to it throughout the day, doing more exercises, doing more lessons. Like, I'm actually really enjoying it. And after our France trip, I think I'm going to, like, go back and, like, keep doing it, but for Spanish. Because I just regret not sticking with Spanish after high school. I was really starting to pick up on, like, things and, like, getting, like, the basics down. And I'm like, if I would have stuck with it, I would have been, like, bilingual by now. (laughs) And so I... um definitely like have been enjoying it and it's been fun so I definitely recommend giving it a download it's like maybe this is something that you can make as like a goal for your new year is like start trying to learn another language but um they make it kind of fun and I've I've really been enjoying it so I love that I can't wait for you to we'll have a French episode out in no time oh yeah I'll do an entire my goal is in six months to be able to do my entire episode in French (laughs) you got it um do you got a quote for us this week Steph I do. Um, sit with people committed to personal growth. The conversation is different. And I love this quote. This is something that like I used to talk to one of our friends, um, Taylor, who we've had on the podcast about. And I think it's so important because you can have people in your circle that are either like they live in the past, like everything's high school this, high school that, and they've like never moved on. Or you can have people who you get together with them and all they do is talk shit about everybody else, you know, and gossip, or you can have people, you know, and to have those people in your life is not going to propel you forward. It's not going to do anything for your life and your personal growth. So to really find people to have in your circle that are committed to their own personal growth and are not just committed to getting together to shit talk or whatever, we all do a little bit of it. It's not that we don't, you know, but to have people who are really committed to their own personal growth is only going to elevate you in your life. So really making sure that the people that you have in your life and the people that you're talking to on a daily basis are committed to that. Like the conversation um, is different and how it will elevate your life is absolutely different. So I think that's something very important to remember and very important to consider going into the new year as well. Yeah, I love that. And that's so like, I can definitely say like when me, you and Taylor and when Bray is like when all of us like get together and we like go to dinner with just us girls and stuff, like that's one of the things I always leave and I feel so good with our conversations because our conversations are always like, it's fun. There's a lot of surface to it, but like at some point they always get deep and we have these good conversations and, and there's no like sugarcoating, like they have no problem like challenging us and like questioning things and like really like making us like have like these thoughtful conversations where I feel like 
we've all like had a lot of personal growth together and I'm so thankful for our friendships and I hate that we all live so far away. I know. Because even though we all text every day, it's like, it's just hard because we all don't get to see each other very often, even though we do get to see Taylor in like a week or two. So absolutely. Um, But yeah, so thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.